0: After a terrific battle, Kolu again subdues Pedro, one of Doc Beard's Indian ruffians, who escaped from a closet where Kolu and Kitty thought he was safely tied up. Kitty and Kolu anxiously await the return of Jungle Jim from the tunnel beneath Beard's plantation house. And when the appointed hour arrives and Jim does not appear, Kitty decides to signal the Canal Zone guards who are on a 24-hour patrol in Gatton Lake, watching the headquarters of J-7. After the signal is passed, there is nothing for them to do but wait. In the meantime, Beard, by a new detection device, follows the movements of Jungle Jim through the winding, devious passages of the tunnel, and finally traps him in a blind, pocket-like portion of the tunnel system.
1: One move in your cuckoo's, Jungle Jim Bradley. Why, Doc Beard, I sure am glad to see you. You know, a fellow could starve to death in these tunnels. I was beginning to think I'd never get out. Keep those hands above your head, Bradley. Why, Doc, there must be some mistake. You're treating me like a... like an escaped criminal. You don't need to keep that gun pointed at me. I don't. If you value your health, just keep him up high and don't try to pull any tricks. So this the guy that's been bothering you, Doc? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he don't look so tough in that green Union suit. Why does everybody look so silly when they're reaching for the ceiling, Doc? This man is far from silly, Johnson. He's given me more trouble than the entire Department of Justice. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, Doc. I've given you no trouble that I know of. I came down here at the request of Colonel Barrett, and he represented you as a local planter loyal to the United States. So how could a hike cause you trouble? Look here, Jim Bradley. Let's not talk like schoolboys. You know who Doc Beard is, and you know who J7 is by now. So let's not kid each other. You've led me a merry chase. You've twisted my men around your finger. You've won every encounter up to now. I assure you, this one is the last between us, and this is the one you lose. Well, as long as you put it so plainly, Doc. Yes, I'm quite aware of your dual character in most of your activities. But you'll never get away with your plan. Ha, ha, ha. What a guy, Doc. Here he is as helpless as a baby and he's still talking tough. I'm not talking tough. I'm talking sense. No matter what you think now, Doc. I know I can make you see the sensible side of this if you'll just give me the chance. Oh, let's hear his bedtime story, Doc. It might be funny. With good material, what a comedian the guy would make. There's nothing funny about this, Red. It's mighty serious. We have to work fast. Brother, what have you to say, Jungle Jim? First, let me put my arms down. Then I'll talk. No, you don't. Don't even try it or I'll drill you at the first move. What's the difference, Doc? He can't do nothing. I'm unarmed, Doc Beard, and I assure you, I won't do anything foolish. After all, there's two of you armed and a dozen workmen in your shop just around that big rock there. So, you've seen the shop. And how do you like what you saw there? It's all right. But, Doc, I've got a proposition for you that's better than using that torpedo in the way you originally intended. What proposition could you have that would interest me? Hey, these arms of mine are getting awfully tired, and gun or no gun, I'm going to drop them pretty soon. Yeah, let him do it, Doc. Maybe the guy's got something. All right, Jim, but keep him in front of you. Wait a minute. No, no. I've got a better idea, Red. Yeah? You frisk him for anything that even resembles a weapon. Frisk him? Huh? Sure. Uh, Gosh, Doc, the big boy scout is ticklish (laughs) What do you know about that? Stop that tomfoolery, Red Has he got any weapons? Oh, he ain't got nothing bigger than a toothpick, Doc All right, Jungle Jim You may drop your hands, but keep them sight all the time, you understand I've given my word that all I want to do is talk Well, go ahead You think we have all night? Well, Doc, in the first place, let me repeat You'll never get that torpedo as far as the gotten Dam. So your efforts from here on are doomed to certain failure. Why are you so sure, Bradley? Not that I even begin to believe you, because I know it can be done. There's a steel net in many overlapping sections protecting the dam from possible submarine attack. You can't get through, Doc. Your country thinks of everything, Jim. But so do I. A series of wire-cutting devices in the nose of the torpedo will take care of the net so easily, it might as well not be there. (laughs) Huh. And now what have you to say? Even if you get through the net, from there to the dam is mine so thickly that it's only suicide to attempt to get further. Do you want to be a dead hero who failed? Or remain alive knowing you tried your best, but circumstances and the fates were against you. Well, that talk don't sound silly to me, Doc. Maybe the guy's really got some. Quiet, Red. Bradley, I admire your guts. You've made a noble try, but this time the fates are against you, not me. I am finished, Doc. It'd be so easy for you to swap certain failure of your mission for life, yes, and freedom, too. No one but myself knows who J-7 is. And I might forget I ever knew if the right set of circumstances warranted me doing so. Bradley, I'll think it over. Maybe we could work together along certain lines. Strange, isn't it? You and I cooperating on something at last, Charlie. Yeah. Thomas. Yeah, yes. What do you want? Come here. Bring a rope. Yes. Yeah, here, tie this man up securely, and one of you yeah. watch him at all times. I want no harm to come to Jungle Jim Bradley. Yes. Come on, Red. I want to talk to you. I'll keep an eye on him, sir. Right. See you later, Jungle Jim Bradley. Yes. Yeah, so Along, kid. Um. Is there anything to what that guy's talking about, Doc? Not a thing, Red. Not a thing. Sheer bluff. But I can't help admiring his nerve. He's in a tight fix. I'll see that he doesn't get out of it. (laughs) And he's offering me terms. (laughs) That fellow has a cast-iron gall. Well, he seems sure about that steel chain and the story about the mines. Poppycock, poppycock. They would have been good ideas, but I can assure you that neither one of them are based on facts. Now, Red, Red, I've got to have one bit of information. Yeah, what's that? I've got to know whether or not Jungle Jim has sent in a report to Barrett about anything he's discovered here on the plantation. Oh, yeah, yeah. You notice he made no mention of it, and that's the only reason I let him talk at all. Now, I've got to find that out, Red. Well, I can make him talk, Doc. It's easy. You think so? Why, it's a pipe. All you've got to do is sort of toast the soles of his feet. No, 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 nothing doing that. Not his type. You, you don't know that breed. Yeah, I know what a candle held onto my foot once made me feel like, and I know what it'll do to him, too. He'll talk. Furthermore, he'll tell the truth. No, Red. No. There's a better way. Yeah. You seemed to believe his story when he was telling it, so if you were to talk to him alone, making out that you were ready to double-cross me, he might fall for it. Yeah. He's desperate enough now to try anything, to trust anybody, even you. You know, you got brains, Doc. Of course. In fact, you're a wonder. Sure, it'll work. Why didn't I think of that? It's so simple. Here goes, Doc.
0: While Doc and Red are making plans to find out what Jungle Jim really knows of their sabotage schemes and how much of it, if any, he has already transmitted to Colonel Barrett, Kolu and Kitty St. John anxiously await the guards, whom they feel are overdue in answer to the signal. But they are speeding across the lake, even though Colu and Kitty cannot see them as yet.
1: Well, soldier, it's come. Those three lights were welcome news to me. I was going to get the jitters if we had to stay on that patrol much longer. Say we forgot to notify headquarters. Holy cats, they won't like that, will you? Hey, you better do it right now, Doc. Okay. Patrol number 10 calling headquarters. Patrol number 10 calling headquarters. Come in,
0: patrol 10.
1: We just caught the signal from the party on shore. Started for the boat landing.
0: Good. Has the other boat joined your patrol yet?
1: Yeah. He arrived just before the signal. Any further orders?
0: Both boats proceed to Beard dock. You will be joined by land group. Miss Kitty St. John will meet you and any orders she gives are to be obeyed. Give her every cooperation. Is that clear?
1: Okay, we have instructions.
0: Report after you land. That is all. Well,
1: at least that guy can sing a new number now. You don't have to say anymore, stay on your patrol as ordered. Yeah. Wonder what this job will turn out to be. I don't know, Don. But the idea of giving that Miss St. John every cooperation certainly appeals to me. Now, take it easy, you mug. In the first place, that order was given to me personally, not you. Oh. And as acting commander of this here expeditionary force, I'll decide who does cooperate and with which. And it won't be you, See? Boy, you got the makeup of a top kicker, all right. But don't forget, I was the one who rescued that young lady. Oh, you rescued her, huh? Huh? Ha, ha.
0: I suppose the fact that I cut that shark in two with machine gun bullets didn't count at all, huh?
1: No. That's all right, Dom, but it was me who pulled her out of the drink. And boy, that farewell greeting sort of had a personal touch to it. Yeah, very personal just as personal as an engraved wedding invitation. Go on, get back that engine. We'll take up the advice to the love lawn when we finish this job. Whatever it is.
0: The guards are getting closer by the minute. But Jim, now the prisoner of Doc Beard, is in a precarious position. Beard has plans that will finish both Jungle Jim and the Panama Canal together. He has sent Red Johnson to try to get some information from Jim.
1: Uh, hello there, you still here? I mean, bet he is, and he'll stay here. All right, God, I'll take over, and the boss says you can go to lunch or for a bicycle ride or something. Yes, sir, as you say, sir. Well, Jungle Jim Bradley, we ain't been formally introduced. I'm Red Johnson of East Conestoga up in New York State. How do you do? Yeah, we will have to shake hands sometime. Yeah, well, mine are not tied up. <laughs> Listen, Jungle Jim, you keep talking loud. See, I want you to hear some things I got to say to you. Well, the shop is so noisy, I can hear you very well. What'd you say? Listen, Jim, I'm a loyal American, see? I've done lots of wrong things, but I've never done anything against the U.S., and I don't intend to begin now. Just loosen my hands, then I'll get out of here pronto. No, 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 not so good, Jim. Those workmen are watching every move. But I could carry a message out to the Army headquarters at Colon for you, or have you been able to communicate with them since you've been here? No, this is a lone assignment. Yeah? If you want to help me, you've got to get me freed. And let me work this out my own way. Ah, no, that's not possible now. But tonight I'll stand a trick on God, and then it could be done. Uh, You sure you don't want me to carry a message in the meantime? It's too late for that now. Besides, why should I trust you, Red? You're in too deep with Beard in this game. Now, look, Jim, I ain't no angel. I've done most anything for Doe. That is, anything except put the finger on my own country. I'm on the level now. But if you don't want any help from me, then figure your own way out. All right. Now, wait till the night when you're on guard. Then we'll see. Red, come here. Yeah, righto, Doc. So long, Jim, not a word to anyone. Right. Red, I... I wanted to show you how this new control works, Red. What would you find out? He won't talk. The guy's smart, Doc. But he's hoping I'm getting ready to double-cross you. Good work. But I don't care whether he talks or not. I've got other plans for Mr. Jim Bradley. Yes, he stuck his nose into something that didn't concern him. And now he'll never get it out. What are you going to do, Doc? Knock the guy off? Not so simple or as crude as that. Come on, we'll tell him all about it. Jim, I've been thinking about your proposition... And here's the answer. Well, Doc, what is it? Have you come to your senses? Yes, I have, Jim Bradley. Good. You are going to ride that torpedo into the Gatton Dam. And you are going to die.
0: How can Jungle Jim evade the awful fate Doc Beard has decreed for him? Will the guards arrive in time to thwart the plans of J-7 and avert the disaster to the Panama Canal? Don't miss the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventures and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of cartoon land, like the all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follows the fun and frolics of Jigs and Maggie and the Little King and the immortal Donald Duck as well as the exciting adventures of Jungle Jim and Flash Gordon. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the comic weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at this time next week over this station. Be sure to tune in.